0: And we are live with the third installment of Razorback Tavern Talk. And I'm ready to go. We've got eight wins this year, uh, so I'm happy. Joining me is my uh former classmate, uh, Caitlin Bottini. Caitlin, how's it going?
1: I'm doing good.
0: Doing good up there in the blue country. Uh, <laughs> she's she's a secondary Boise State fan these days.
1: Yeah adopting
0: adopting yeah yeah and
1: slowly adopting
0: and then uh my buddy who is in the natural state or as i call it the holy land uh dustin Howell. what's going on dustin
2: not much man
0: not much nice yep good times glad we could come together and do this again uh as i said i'm going to try to do this like once a month or so um, but yeah, it, it's, it's, it's definitely a better mood now than it was the last time we met. Uh, cause last time I think we had just come off come off a, uh, three game losing streak and then we beat, uh, you know, not even little brother. I'm talking like second cousin twice removed. That's what UAPB is. Um, <laughs> and, so I didn't really feel good about that game. I mean, whatever. Um, it is what it is, but. Now we, you know, since then we've had a a, a pretty good road. Um, let's see, we've won three out of four games, as we predicted that would happen. Actually,
3: yeah,
0: uh, I think all of us said that we would win out, except Alabama, and that's exactly what we did. Um, w- w- in the last four weeks, you know, uh, actually, I'll just I'll just go through them real quick. Um, we lost to Alabama in a very good game. Like
1: Ugh, that would hurt my soul.
0: Yeah, it was. It, it, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. Um, we lost to Alabama. We beat LSU in a two overtime win. We beat uh, Mississippi State in a shootout. Um, and we uh, manhandled Missouri, which was fun. I, I, finally, it's about time. Um, out of those four wins, which of those were the most satisfying to you guys? We'll start with, uh, Caitlin ladies first, uh,
1: most satisfying.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, LSU was always pretty <clears throat> satisfying. Um, but I felt like maybe not quite as much because we know they're not exactly the LSU we've, we've been <laughs> fighting against, but I, but I still enjoyed it. Plus it was a, it was a hell of a game to watch. Um, my husband fell asleep and he decided that we were going to (laughs) lose. So then it was fun to tell him in the morning that we did not. (laughs) So in our house, probably that one. But then, uh, you know, I also think always putting up a good fight against Alabama. Um, you know, even, even when you're losing to them, you're like, all right, for now we're on the up and up. I feel pretty good about that. We're making good progress. Um, And, you know, I didn't have to hear my husband make fun of me for losing to them 52 to 0 two years in a row. He's like, all right, we're making progress.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Dustin?
2: Well, um, there's never just an easy answer uh, for me, so... I mean, the most satisfying win, I think. And if you if you recall, I guess this was the the first episode of this that we did where I mentioned I wanted to beat Mizzou. Um, I have this probably unhealthy uh, disdain for uh, for Drinkwitz or who I like to call dinkwits. Um <laughs> I don't like him uh, for. I don't know. I shouldn't care so much. I really shouldn't, but I, I don't. Um, I think I think he walks or walks and talks like he's mm-hmm. Nick Saban or something. Like he just sort of does. He kind of carries his, himself with some sort of arrogance, like he's done something in the SEC, and so. Um, and then on top of that, uh, you know, his kind of I don't know his little. Kind of cheap shot at Arkansas back during SEC media days and the rivalry. And, you know, I'm, a, and, and, and so I, I, I really wanted, I mean, if we're being honest, Mizzou has owned us in that game. And, and so, um, and, and so I, I wanted it. I wanted that one bad. But, but I have to say, the Mississippi State game, that was, um, I know we had messaged on, on Messenger some. And so, uh, I, that was my, uh, my oldest, it was his 10th birthday, was that weekend. And so I took him to his first game on the Hill. He had been to some more Memorial games. Um, we live in Conway, so we're like 30 minutes from Little Rock. So he had been to some more Memorial games, but he had never gone to a game up there in Fayetteville. And so I took him, and man, I mean, even even for me, who's who's been to a lot of games up there, I was like, this atmosphere is incredible. I've never I've never seen anything like it. I was I was really proud of the fan base to show up. Um, you could tell there was just there was an excitement. What I'll also say is is they have done such an incredible job. Um, I saw it at the Auburn game. I saw it again at the Mississippi State game of just the production in, in that stadium. The the in person experience there is incredible the hype videos they make and they're making new ones each week for you know for every game i mean it, it there's never a dull moment it's an incredible experience um it, it used to not be that way and so they've done a good job at the production aspect of the game but i mean he had a blast and for it to be such a suspenseful game and i was sitting there man i was sitting there like crap we're but we're gonna lose we're gonna lose. Like this is his first game here. Girl's gonna, it's gonna ruin
1: the whole thing.
2: <laughs> Man, yeah, like, and and for it to, but I mean, he he was just blown away. You know that like, you, you know, third down, everybody has their three fingers up, you know, and and stuff like that, and all the yelling and, um, all the people around us that we didn't know, you know, but. He's like all like high fiving each other, you know, and they're high fiving us, and we don't even know who they are. And I'm like, I'm like, it doesn't matter, you know. So that there was something very satisfying about that game, just him getting to experience that, you know, for the first time, and um, and hopefully that created a, you know, I mean, he already was a Razorback fan, but hopefully that's something that experiences like that sort of are, are what sort of kind of make you a fan for life of, of a particular team. So I can't have him like crossing over and deciding, Hey, I'm going to be a Texas fan or LSU yeah, fan or no, some, that, some, that some would crap be
1: like that. So, so offensive.
2: I know. I mean, I, I'd hate that to for taking to out before he's 18. So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, both, both of those, I mean, both of those win- it, it It's tough. I mean, I, I could, Winning eight games is is just awesome. So I could look at each each one um, of them, and there's something very satisfying about about all of them. But um, those two for sure, I love I love beating beating the heck out of Mizzou. That was
0: great. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and you mentioned that you know, you know Caitlin and I were on campus whenever McFadden was there, and like just the fans during that time when we were like, you know, national contenders and we had, see, it, it's different when we were national contenders under nut versus national contenders under Patrino because Petrino was never an Arkansas guy. You know, he wasn't somebody that the fans could really like relate to and get behind. But, you know, Houston was one of us. Okay. Like <laughs> He bled Razorback Man. red and so, like it was just a completely different atmosphere. Um, so the 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 games were electric. Um, the pregame was electric. Like the 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 just it, it it was just it was it was different. I I I can't I couldn't ask for a better experience. But I think you know the fans have kind of declined over the years. Um, with you know. You know, yeah, yeah. We got behind Petrino, but it wasn't the same. Like I said, he was—he wasn't our guy. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, with Bellem,ah, you know, I thought most people just never really accepted him. Um, and then, you know, with <laughs> winning seven games in the last three years, uh, to see the very next year, to, to see packed-out stadiums the way they are right now, it's just blows my mind like even and even this year like uh when all the the um the season tickets actually went skyrocketed in price like there's still people going to the games like (laughs) like it's just it's just uh, yeah and it's like what he's done like so when you were talking about that like i see it on tv you know like i i see the difference um You actually felt it. You were there, and so like it's just it's cool. I can't wait to get back. It's been it's been a few years. Um, I think my last game in Fayetteville was against Alabama when we lost fifty two to nothing, and I was in the pouring down rain. Oh, (sighs) yeah, that was not that was not fun. Not fun at all. uh,
1: I think my last one was Alabama, like two thousand eleven. Hmm. I think that was my last one.
3: Well,
2: we just what we need to do is we just need to we need to make it make it happen next year. Let's just let's get tickets. Yes, I'm
0: let's down. For a game. I'm down. Um,
2: but I, you know, you mentioning that about the guys, I mean, that's the thing that it, it, there is there is something there that almost sort of. Um, transcends just the fact that we've won eight games right like like there is I mean the Razorback culture is there and and like so you know with Bielema nobody I I don't I I mean yeah he wasn't really embraced with you also sort of had you also we also kind of had an athletic director that didn't really embrace the culture either but also kind of wanted to change it you know and you had the whole throwing of the A, and you know, let's change the, the the. Remember, they they changed that that frontward facing hog thing for a while.
3: I didn't like yeah. that at all. No,
2: you know, and and it, it I, I'll tell you, like, but it's it's a combination, right? I mean, Pittman being a Razorback through and through is instilling the culture back in in the football program. But what Juracek has done, and and, and it's a combination, it's, I mean, good gosh, what Musselman is doing, not just winning basketball games, but, I mean, he is actively working to get, to help the football program out, right? Like, he's out there trying to get the students to show up for the games. He's out there, I mean, you know his Twitter game, and you can tell like, hey, let's help let's help the other programs out with their Twitter game as well. Like it's almost as if like they're all actively recruiting for everyone. You know, <laughs> and 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 you sort of see this. Um, good gosh, like I've, I always felt like Dave Van Horn sort of disappeared into the dark until baseball games started getting played. You know, like it was just like you never. Like, just a real quiet guy, kind of faded, you know, and then here comes baseball, and oh, Dave Van Horn, here we go, you know? And it's like, he's showing up at football games. He's showing yeah. up at basketball games. Gosh, people actually know, you know, my wife the there, they text me, she was like, she's like, I'm at TJ Maxx, and Dave Van Horn's wife is in here with their daughter. And I'm like, how do you... Eat- <laughs> How do you even know what they look like? <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
3: Like
2: no, uh-huh. nobody nobody knows nobody knows what David Horn's wife looks like. Nobody at least they didn't used to. Yeah. But now you see like the coaches' wives have a thing going on Twitter and and um it it there's just this whole culture that is that is being built back that it it's more than just football and more than just winning games. I mean it's 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 awesome
1: it is yeah i mean i would say urichek's done that across the board Mm -hmm. yeah
0: he's yeah yeah for sure Uh, and it's just talk about embracing a culture man urichek has embraced razorback culture like um and and i love him i've loved his hires I, i i think he's He's the real deal, uh, and I just I hope we can keep him. <laughs> that's all I can say.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> that's the concern everywhere, right? And then it's uh, like uh, my husband's current um, way to harass me is uh, every morning he's telling me, hey, I heard Pittman's going to, to somewhere <laughs> because he just likes to see my reaction. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, he's not. He's not going anywhere. Stop it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We're
1: off the coaching carousel.
0: Yes, we're off. I
2: mean, yeah. Look, Pittman's not going anywhere except uh, his lake house when he decides he don't want to coach anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, like that's pretty clear. This is his last job, and he's clearly he's clearly not after money. I mean, it, especially if you if you've. Uh,
3: but I'll pay
1: him more if he needs it. <laughs> I think mean, by all means. Uh, Just pay to be clear.
2: But it's like it's like he even said he didn't even have any clue of the details of his contract. He just wanted to know where to sign. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> like you know, like he it's not about the money. You could not there's not a I'm thoroughly convinced that there's not to him away for coaching this team. Um then and, and so yeah, now are, our, are some of our assistants gonna get it you know um, drawn away from us that's a possibility but it is what it is you know that's what happens when you when you do well and win games so
0: yeah exactly um i i, I don't mind being the program that you know loses uh assistance all the time because people are tapping them i, I don't mind that alabama's been doing it for years so yeah. <laughs> why not? I don't care.
2: Yeah. And, and I'm <clears throat> not, you know, in our, I think the first time we did this, we kind of talked about does Brawls leave? Does Barry Odom leave? And, um, I was talking with a buddy today because early in the season, I was, I was really worried, right? That like, hey, we, we can't, you know, I think Brawls is it was probably replaceable, even though when you, when you look at, at offensive production and what he does at every school he goes to, clearly he's brilliant. And he does something a lot of offensive coordinators aren't able to do. But I still think finding an offensive coordinator that can run RPO successfully are out there. What I was worried about was losing Barry Odom. But I'm not worried about losing either of them, even if they both left today, because at this point – Pittman's not only built a culture where clearly kids want to play for him. He's built a culture where coaches want to coach for him. And he's proven, you can come here and this isn't a career killer. You can come here and win. Mm-hmm. And, and so, I I mean, it was – initially I kind of thought, yeah, look, he got Barry Odom and he got Kendall Brawls, and that was a unique situation. But if they ever leave – you probably can't fully replace them with something as good. And now I'm looking at it and going, I I think, I think, yes, chances are they both will leave at some point um, in the future. And, um, and that's okay. I think he can go out and get who he wants.
0: Yeah. I think that's the difference between Pittman and Bielema is, you know, Bielema, his first, his first set of hires were really good. Like, um, his assistant coaches, and then when they all left, it was like he didn't get any good replacements, or like, I, I don't know, I just didn't. Know. But the thing is about Pittman is Pittman is such a ferocious recruiter. Like I, I, I gotta think he can do the same thing with coaches, you know, that he can do with eighteen-year-old kids. So I, I don't, I don't have any problem with anybody leaving. I think Pittman's got other people lined up that want to coach for him. Like I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Like people want to play for him, people want to coach for him. I'm not worried at all. Whatever happens, um, I, I do think what you said in a previous previous episode about Barry Oda being uh, head coach in in training, basically. Um, I really could see that honestly because he's just been yeah. here. he's just been here two years. He 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 got burnt out. I'm sure it'll. At at, at Mizzou um and it was just a a horrible situation he was in there and I think he probably wants to stay here and stick it to Mizzou for a few years before he (laughs) before he takes another head coaching job and I think he can see the writings on the wall that you know you know Pittman's not going to coach forever um so maybe this is just him kind of wanting to you know, do his own thing for a while and ride this this train as far as he can. Uh, and if if he get, he get if he gets another head coaching job between now and then, great. If not, you know, he could step up later. So I really, I don't really have any fears of him leaving. I, I may be wrong, but I don't I don't think he's going to leave anytime soon. Kendall Bryles, I think he. Pro- I don't think he's that stupid. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's going to yeah. take us. I don't think he's going to take a, a North Texas head coach job. You know, I think he'll, like, stick it out a couple of years when we're, you know, playing in the New Year's Six Bowl every year or every other year uh, and, and competing for that, you know, top four spot, you know, year in and year out. And then somebody taps him to go coach at, you know, Wisconsin or somewhere. You know, like – I. I Or
2: LSU, when they fire their next coach here in two years. Exactly. When they
1: they fire Brian Kelly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I don't, you know, he's, I don't
2: think. And
1: that's, and and that's if he,
2: he's tough to read because he has had opportunities. You know, they're now not, certainly not high profile coaching jobs um have come Paul in head coaching jobs, but he's had opportunities to go be a head coach. Um and and you've uh you've really seen him stick to this O C position. And so maybe he you know maybe he's one of those guys that is just like, man, I, I really just I really just love doing the offense. And 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 maybe he wants to stick with that, and I hope so. You know, for our sake, I hope he does. Um, maybe. And if that's the case, keep paying him money so he is making really good money as a coordinator.
0: Maybe uh, maybe Gus should have stuck with that. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And then I, I see, like, you know, Britt Venables. I don't see him ever going anywhere. I mean, uh, he's. I think
2: there's there's rumors of OU. Yeah. First, you know, look. Let's let's be honest. There's every year during the whole coaching carousel, <clears throat> there he is a name that pops up um, for a head coaching job. Really strong rumors. I think I'll tell you in interviews I've heard with him. There's, there's, he does not care about the money and he's a family guy. And if I'm not mistaken, his, right. I mean, his, his kid still is going to have a few years left at Clemson. Right.
3: I think would so. Last
2: year have been his freshman, freshman year. I think so. COVID year would have been his first year in. I think you're right. Um yeah, I think so. Either COVID year or this year. No, I think COVID year. I think last year would have been his first his freshman year. Um, so I I mean unless his unless his son's planning to train I, I just don't see him leaving.
0: Yeah.
2: All
0: right. Uh, uh, so I agree.
2: But you never know. I mean, the situation at Clemson obviously has changed a little bit this year. So maybe if Maybe he kind of realizes, hey, if I don't take it now, my stock may be dropping. So um, I don't know.
0: Yeah, but, I think, yeah, I
2: would, I would foresee that he's price, he's probably not taking that.
0: Yeah, that's just the name that I thought of when you were talking about. There are guys out there that are just, you know. Pretty much lifer coordinators, and I think he's one of them. Like I don't, I don't think he has any desire, really. I mean, if he, if he, if he was to ever leave Clemson, it would be like he's an he's an Iowa graduate, is not he? Didn't he play at Iowa or Iowa State? No, 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 Kansas State, uh, Kansas State. Not, yeah, Kansas State. I think it's Kansas State. Sorry, yeah, I knew it's somewhere in the Midwest. <laughs> like I think it's Kansas. <laughs> I think it was Kansas State. I mean, if he was to leave for anything, I mean I could see that after his kids, you know, were out of school. Um and but I, I just I don't see him any go going, going anywhere. And I think Kendall Browse is probably like that. Um and, and you know, he was he was there when his <laughs> when his dad got into the situation that he got into. So like maybe that's something that he doesn't want to be the buck stopper, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> he's seen firsthand. So, anyway.
3: Yeah,
1: some of them don't want that additional pressure.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Don't <clears throat> ball guy all the time.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I would say my most satisfying win in the last four is probably Missouri, um, just because it, it, they're not even a good team, <laughs> like. Um, well, I say that LSU was pretty daggum sweet though. Like, just to get that boot and see the kids carrying it, like it was just uh, at, at at night in Baton Rouge. Um, even though they're not that good, but they did turn around and beat Texas A&M last week, so there is that. Um, I also, Thankfully,
2: I was I was really glad they did because it totally bumped us up in the in the SEC West standings.
0: Exactly, for sure. Yeah, it was that was a good win for us. Um and then but really though, like and this is just more of like the looking up at this point is the game against Alabama like we were a couple of stupid mistakes on our end away from winning that yep. game.
3: Absolutely. Like,
0: we made mistakes that cost us big. There were some bad calls against us that cost us big. We lost by a touchdown. Like, easily could have beaten Alabama. Easily. Yep. And when is the last time we've been able to say that? The fifteen to fourteen game or whatever that was when Bielema was here in like twenty fourteen or something? That was a long time ago.
3: (laughs) Yep.
1: So, yeah, it was a long time
0: ago. And, and but when is the last time we've been consistently playing them? Like this? I don't, I think it's going to be like this for. I mean, I'm expecting this. Like now, there is a lot to be said about the fact that our team is overloaded with seniors that have been there for a long time. So it would not surprise me. I'm not gonna say we're gonna step back next year, but I don't see us going up next year. Like, I, I, it, it wouldn't surprise me if we won eight games next year again. Um, but I don't think I don't think there's a I don't think I think the days of getting dominated by teams are absolutely over.
1: That would be delightful. I'm getting tired of it. Was getting real tired of it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Georgia dominated is pretty good, but they are Georgia. They dominate everyone.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, they really did.
0: For sure. Okay, so um, let me look here. I think really, though, and I think we could all agree that the most satisfying win of the year is got to be Texas A&M, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I <laughs> so. that was glorious.
0: I mean, I always love beating Texas, but you know, at the end of the year we look and Texas sucks. <laughs> so
1: I know, they haven't been they haven't been strong enough that that's that, that it's been as uh as big of a deal, you know. yeah, Like you still don't like them. But it doesn't, it doesn't provide any additional clout for you. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. But, man, beating Texas A&M after losing, I think it was, what, nine straight years against them?
1: Yeah, I like, mean, it was a lot. And a lot of those were, like, really close nail-biter, you know. Even in our bad years, we put up a good fight against them a couple times. So there were always kind of heartbreaking losses there for a while.
3: Yeah, so
0: I think – Absolutely. Getting that monkey off our back this year has got to be the the biggest accomplishment. Even more than the eight wins, uh, more than going toe-to-toe with Alabama, just getting that nice signature two-score win against our longest rival, Texas A&M. Um, yeah. That, that takes the cake for me, and that's what makes this season such a big success, to get that off our back at the beginning of the season. I know we went on to lose three games in a row right after that but just to do that it has catapulted us for the rest of the year and 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 I think that's what that's why I keep saying our days of getting dominated are done.
3: Uh, <laughs>
0: Dustin, you just got back. I was just saying probably the most satisfying victory all year's got to be the Texas A&M game.
2: I... Yeah, I mean, you could certainly argue. I mm-hmm. think at this point, hindsight twenty twenty, it certainly was the most um, impactful. You know, like, like when you sort of when you as you kind of go through the season, you always sort of go, "Hey, is this next win a must-win game?" Right. And had we lost that game, I mean, I really think winning Texas and A and M, and obviously now, as as the life was it as it is for me to say, we now know Texas was absolutely horrific, right? But I don't think they were as bad as their record shows. I I, I just think you really saw the players give up, and so the I mean, the Texas we played was certainly better than the. In the Texas,
0: the Kansas beat, you know, <laughs>
2: um, that that lost to the worst football team in the country,
0: yeah. So, <laughs> yeah.
2: um, so, uh, and it's it's been great, as I've mentioned. My neighbor is a huge Texas fan, and so it's it's been such an enjoyable year, but, um, but yeah, I, I would say, I mean, at that point, winning Tech beating Texas and A and M. I mean if had we had we lost one of those games, I think the trajectory of the season is totally different. But winning beating Texas, which at the time was being <clears> highly <throat> touted right, as as this is gonna be a good football team um and a lot of faith in in Sart to Take that program um, to the next level, uh, and, and so winning that, I think, I think the the players really believe, started to believe, right? Yeah, it's a
1: big confidence builder.
2: Yeah, and then and then to do it at A and M, man, I mean, and then credit to the coaching staff that you know then you do kind you do go on this. Three game losing streak, um, and for them not to just for the players not to just fall apart. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I loved. Look, I, I love winning that that trophy game. That's what I was going to kind of ask y'all's opinions. You know, yeah, we got we have the three trophies. You know, um, I don't. It, am I the only one that maybe isn't so sure of? How necessarily how much importance we place on on those trophies? Like I get it, like it's it's a big thing at this point in time. I mean, we're talking about a team that hasn't just has not won games, so to get those trophies, I think is a big deal and, and a big step forward. But man, if you if you talk if you talk to LSU. Yeah, they they want to beat Arkansas. They want to beat every team they play. They don't care about that stupid trophy. You know, like, and so I'm, I'm I don't know to some extent. Like, is there is there kind of a, a losers mindset here? To hey, we won some trophies. You know, like I don't know.
1: I think it. I think it just means more depending on your situation. So you know. If LSU has just won it so freaking easily for a number of years, all of a sudden the trophy becomes not that exciting anymore, you know? So I think as you, if if both teams in the rivalry are stronger for, you know, say five years and both those games are tough games with teams that are doing well, then I think it, it just tends to mean more. But, you know, for, they haven't, you know. If it's if it's a if you're playing a team that you consider to be inferior, then it just doesn't hold as much. I think. Well, with, and,
2: we, and so, he, yeah. Go no, go ahead, JB.
0: I think with the history of Texas A&M, um, that's that is our long that's that's our longest rival. Period. Like we've played them more than any other team. Pretty sure. Um, and you know they just went off this nine year winning streak against us. Um and I think I think Jimbo actually has them in the right direction. Like I I think it, I think their um days of underperforming uh under Sumlin were are pretty much over. I think I don't think Fisher's a great coach by any means, but I think he's a he's what they need to get them on the right track, I think. So I could see this rivalry being important to both programs uh, with Texas A&M because there's so much history there, and with Texas coming over to kind of throw a kink in it, um, I, I just I could see that one getting pretty big. But then also with with Texas coming over, then you've got I, I don't know which rivalry is going to trump whatever, um, and then LSU, you know that that rivalry has never meant that much to them. Uh, for the most part, from from the people that I talk to. Um, <clears throat> most of them, all they care about is beating Alabama. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's all they care about. Um, Mizzou probably means a lot more to them because they came to this conference and pretty much nobody wants them. <laughs> like, so it's like... I think it's yeah. important for them to have a rivalry and, and like something that they can look forward to every year saying, we're going to, I don't know. I think it means more to them than it does to anybody else at this point, as far as our, our opponents go. So.
3: Yeah. It,
2: it's, it's, it, I'm, I'm not bad-mouthing the games themselves. Right. And honestly, the the Arkansas A&M game is a good example I've seen the trophy. I can't tell you exactly what it even looks like, though. <clears throat> you know, like, like the trophy is not the center piece of that of that game.
3: No, that I wouldn't say so, yeah, dude.
2: It's just two two teams that have a long history that want to beat <laughs> each other.
0: Whenever they said that we were three and zero in trophy games, that was literally the first time that I knew that 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 was a trophy game that there was
2: a trophy
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> i know yeah. i was like wait we have three
0: trophy games. <laughs> i knew we had the boot the like we've yeah. always had the boot since i mean since we got to the freaking sec like it was like had to have started shortly after that because i can't remember not having it and like and and the stupid battle line trophy like that i i vaguely have seen pictures of that with the red in the middle and with the gold in the middle they change it every with whoever wins but I've never seen the, the, the Southwest Classic Trophy until no. until we beat Mizzou last week and I saw <laughs> the pictures of all three it's trophies I was like oh yeah, no. so that's what that looks like okay
2: and that's great and and look, I'm, I'm fine with it I mean it is what it is you know LSU doesn't I mean um, and I didn't. I, to some extent, I didn't realize. I mean, I, I've had, you know, I have friends that are LSU fans, and I mean, I've always known that to them, this wasn't a rivalry game, and that's why <clears throat> years, years where they're they're much better than us. It's such a. It's still such a close game, right? Like we want that game so bad. And and with rivalry games toss everything out the window, right um, any, anyone can win most of the time. And, and so uh, but what I didn't realize is just like how how little they care about that game other than it's it is our game this Saturday and we want to win it like we want to win every Saturday we play, you know that, that's their mindset. But um like there was the the uh one oh three seven the buzz that you know, our local Razorback sports radio um out of Little Rock, like one of the shows had a guy from LSU who covers, you know, LSU sports, um, on their show and they were talking with him and, and he's they kinda have him on every year before we play LSU. And they were, they made some comment about the boot. He was like, we don't care about the boot. You can have the boot. And they're like, okay, cool. Well, I mean, we'll take it. You know, we'd love to have it back. And he, he's like, no, seriously, like, we don't, we don't care about it. And they're like, where, where exactly is the boot at this point in time? You know, this was obviously before we had played the game. And he was like, man, I don't even know. Like, I can't even tell you, like he said at one time they had it on like the fourth floor of some building. If you got off the elevator and went down this hall, you know, you saw it. <laughs> it's not even there anymore. It's just probably somewhere in football ops, you know, like, and, and he was even talking about like, w- like one year when LSU won and he's looking around like, wait, here's all the players. Where's the, where's the boot? And he's like, it's sitting over on the ground. Like, like they just don't care about it, you know, and uh, and, and so, you know, I'm just like, I don't know. They're such a – I get it. Like we need something to be proud of. It's this is a huge been a huge year for us, but this whole like, hey, we've won th- our three trophy games, and you know, here's our three trophies, and this and that, and I'm like, ah, come on, like, <laughs> can we, you know. I, yeah, I wanted to beat Mizzou. I could care less about the trophy. I wanted to beat Mizzou, you know. Um,
0: well, here's my... and
2: it's probably that same effect, like how we cared so much about LSU and winning the boot. And that's why we can do it. It's the same effect with Mizzou, you know. LSU, I didn't realize this either. LSU has resented that game. We came into the SEC, they got stuck with this Friday game after Thanksgiving. They're told, "Hey, we're the new rival." you know, like they, they sort of resented this and, and just like we sort of resent Mizzou because we're mm-hmm. like, no, you're not our real rival. LSU yeah. Is. yeah. You know, and here, L, and here Mizzou is embracing it, you know? So, yeah. so it's the same effect. We're just on the other side.
0: Well, I'm I'm going to go back to, I've recorded uh, an episode on the Atlanta Braves uh, right before the world series. And we were talking about Jock Peterson and how the dude just has the slim shady hair, he wears the pearls, nobody really knows why, but he just kind of embodies the whole aura of just let the kids play baseball. Um, and, and that's kind of how I feel about the trophies. Um, when the games are over, the kids rush over there and they pick it up and they carry it over to their side and they're all passionate around, they're all happy and that's what it's all about to me like it, it's about the it's about the kids i think they care about it I, especially especially when you haven't won it in a while you know what i mean so it's like yeah it's just like a yeah. feather in their cap and and, and they're excited about it and happy about it so that's my thoughts
2: and we and we needed it i mean I, we needed it right like man, we when you look at like our super seniors or our, our COVID seniors, right? Like they haven't had these, right? Like they haven't they haven't won these games. Um, I mean, gosh, I'd have to count. I mean, we we have kids there that have not been, not had a winning season, right? Yeah, we have to. We yeah, I mean, have kids <laughs> there.
1: I think, feel like you kind of before this year I had to go back pretty far to find that. <laughs>
2: yeah, because I it mean, was a
1: couple of years at least.
2: The last, the last two seasons of of BILMA, we did we get bowl eligible in either of those?
0: His last season, we went four and eight, but his the That's, the, 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 la- the, the be- be- last the season before
2: season we went four and eight. And-
0: we will, we went to a bowl game the season before and that, was that. The
2: season we actually beat Mizzou.
0: Yeah.
2: Because they fired him coming off the
0: field,
2: we mm-hmm. found out he had been fired coming off the
0: field. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was the last. He had, he yeah, he had three winning seasons. Um, ne- never won more than eight games. I, I think his last winning season he, we won seven, and then we lost the bowl game. Um, no, yes, yes, yes. That was the year that we got uh, that we were beating Virginia Tech at halftime, and they came back and beat us. Which exact happened, you know, in the in the game against Mizzou too. Like we were beating the pants off of them, and we let them come mm-hmm. back against us. Like that was just what he was all about, like <laughs> not closing out games. And that's what I loved about that Alabama game is we beat Alabama in the second half. Like we lost by seven but we won the second half like that's Alabama has always been a second half team and we've always been a second half failure. We beat Alabama in the second half. That's a win for me. That's a success. I don't, I don't count, you know, moral victories, but it makes me happy to see that like that. Our players have some dog in them, man. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, for sure. That one, that one made me feel pretty good too. That was definitely the best feeling loss. For real, right?
2: Like, just to... It's better than Georgia for sure.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, for
0: sure.
2: <clears throat> but that's been but that's been but I mean that's been the MO of this team all season. Is and it, it took a it took a little while to accept um and get comfortable with, but you knew they were gonna come out in the second half and and do better than they did in the first half. I mean, that's just, that's how, I mean, and then that's credit to the players. That's credit to the coaches. I mean, they, they did an incredible job of making adjustments. Um, and you really did start to get the feeling that like, hey, if if they can just keep us, it, if we can be in the game at halftime, right, if, we, if we're still in it at halftime, we have a shot to win this game. Um, and that has, man, that's, that's not, that's. That's been something we haven't seen in a long time until Pittman got here because yeah, it'd be like, Hey, we've got a we've got a four score league, you know, going into the half. Crap. That that's not enough. We might lose this. <laughs> yeah. You know, right. you know exactly. it was
1: literally like they didn't show up for the second half, or they traded out with a bunch of peewee football players. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But for the longest time it was literally like we could only play one half of a game.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, um, let's just uh, move on. Do y'all want to pick the, the ten championship games?
2: I, look, I'm down. I, I'm up for whatever. Yeah. I, uh Some of these, I would, I will, I will totally be in the dark as far
0: as
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <an> educated pick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, be, before,
0: before we do though, like, um, what are y'all thinking as far as what our bowl game is going to be?
2: <clears throat> I, I, fingers crossed, Outback Bowl. I mean, I, I do think that's that's what makes the most sense. Um, but we know how these bowl games go, as far as how they pick them, and um, so
1: yeah, um, that, that seems the most likely to me too, or the one that that would make the most logical sense. But um, I I definitely think that. On occasion, Arkansas kind of gets snubbed in that area, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was something different.
0: Yeah, because I mean, Alabama is going to lose this week, um, I I believe, with in my my heart of hearts. So then they're going to be in the Sugar Bowl, or the yeah, the Sugar Bowl, and then. You've got Ole Miss, who yes, they've they've got the better record. They've got the head to head. They deserve to be in that third spot. Um, which I'm not sure what bowl game that would be. But anyway, and the, it's then,
2: uh, I don't know. It's one of the it's one of the six
0: yeah one of the New York yeah six
2: bowl games,
0: and then so then we've yeah, got probably
2: one of the twelve teams,
0: so then fighting for that fourth spot, you've got Kentucky, Arkansas, and texas a and m probably um yeah, Kentucky technically has the best record, but it's against the east. I mean, come on, like the two games they played against the west, they lost, so i <laughs> didn't they I mean no, 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 they didn't they they won. They beat uh who did they beat? They lost to Mississippi State. They beat LSU. Oh big whoop. Okay. <laughs> uh so yeah, I think um I think we got a good shot to get a a pretty good ball game. So outback bowl sounds good. I just don't want it to be something like, you know, Texas Bowl again or something.
3: Ah <sighs>
0: All I'm really worried, all I really want is a good yeah. is a good matchup. Like I want somebody like I don't want to see Kansas State again. Like, come on, <laughs> stop putting us. Yeah, it seems like we play I mean, them I think, every other I year. Think
1: we deserve uh, we deserve a boost in the bowl rankings for most improved.
0: Absolutely.
2: <laughs>
1: Give me a. Well,
2: we've got we we have gotten a lot of national attention. <laughs> this year and and so um, I think I think that's gonna help uh, most of the most of the projections that I've seen um, I, I would say majority of the ones I've seen do have us in the outback ball Nice. and so um, uh, I'm, I mean hopefully hopefully that's the case <clears throat>
0: Works for me. All right, so we've got um, Friday.
2: CBS Sports does have Kentucky in the Outback, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was trying to look at some of these and see. They do have Kentucky actually at the Outback.
0: And they had us, I think I remember reading that earlier. I can't remember where they had us. See.
2: I was, yeah, I was trying to see here.
0: Sports Illustrated has us playing Michigan State in the Outback Bowl. That'd be fun.
2: The Gator Bowl is what CBS has has us going to.
0: Okay, yeah. So,
2: versus, versus Wake Forest.
0: So they're saying Wake Forest is going to lose the ACC Championship this weekend. Maybe. All right, (laughs)
3: Um,
0: so we've got the first game is we're going to do the group of five first. Uh, The the Conference USA, you've got Western Kentucky, who's eight and four, playing uh, University of Texas San Antonio. Um, (laughs) And Western Kentucky is actually favored by one point, which is interesting. I don't know if they're thinking that. U T S A is gonna fall apart after their first loss last week. I don't know. Um, who y'all got in this one?
3: Well, I've got
2: a I've got a I've gotta go here with uh, the impressive job our uh, our boy from um, Arkansas, Barry Lenny Junior has done there at UTSA.
3: hmm
2: So I'm I'm gonna go with them. Um. Which, side note, you gotta wonder if Kim Brawls does leave for a job, do you go? Do you go bring Barry Lenny back?
0: I like Lenny, honestly. I always have. I, I, I wanted us to keep him, but you know, uh, I, I, I understood why they, um. I why he left. Um, he needed
3: to. He, I mean,
0: he, he needed to get if some. He
2: ever wanted to be offensive coordinator or head coach? He needed to leave Arkansas. He needed to. Um, but yeah, I would love to see him come back at some point.
0: Yeah, I, I would not be. I would not be unhappy about that at all. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, <clears throat> Caitlin.
1: Um, I'm going to go Western Kentucky, but I don't really have any basis for that whatsoever.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think UTSA bounces back, uh, from last week. Um, I actually called, uh, them losing, you know, in the, we have a mad patter, mad hatter, a mad hatter pick every week on our show where we pick uh, a team to lose. Um, that's a 10 point underdog. No, sorry. We pick a ten point underdog to win outright. And North Texas was my uh my Mad Hatter pick this week and they won big. They won big. <laughs> uh apparently Vegas agreed with me because by the time the game started it was down to eight and a half points. So <laughs> oh well. Wasn't quite ten.
3: <laughs> um
0: let's see the Mac championship game. The the Nobody Cares championship game. Uh Kent State versus Northern Illinois. Kent State's a two and a half point favorite. Who you got, Dustin?
2: Ah, uh, good good night. I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, I'll go with Northern Illinois just because they have a little bit better record. <laughs> that's, that's gonna be my uh, that's gonna be my justification for that pick. So,
1: I'm going Northern Illinois as well, only because I'm sticking with my theme of the directional school in these, <laughs> these low
2: ones. Is that how you're picking? You're, you're
1: only only with communal... the ones I have no idea. I'm giving them a Northern one up because I feel bad that they're directional schools. Directional <laughs> schools. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's what we call it. They're directional schools.
0: That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to go with Kent State. They've won two in a row. They've. Uh, they beat Miami last week. <laughs> Miami, Ohio, actually. Um, and let's see, I'm looking at their at, the, at what they've done this year, and and I don't know if y'all know this, Caitlin might since she's a a, boy, a pseudo Boise State fan, but they actually don't play at neutral in neutral sites for these games for the the group of five championship games they it's based off of your record for the year um they play like on your campus if you whoever the better team is whoever had the best uh best year which i think is kind of cool like it rewards you for having a good season so
1: Uh, yeah i think i did know that because i think we were tripped up on that somewhere yeah a couple years ago
0: so that being said Now that I've thought about that, I think I'm going to go with Northern Illinois as well. I'm going with the home team because I have no idea. Um, So, uh, the Mountain West Championship game, the one that Caitlin has a little bit of stake in. Honestly, I really thought Boise State was going to (laughs) win this past weekend, but just.
1: You know what? They started out looking pretty good and then. You know, I mean, San Diego State's no joke for sure. So I, I'm going to pick San Diego State on that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dustin, who you got?
2: Uh, San
1: Diego.
0: <laughs> Which, of course, means oh whales. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I didn't finish it, at least.
3: Uh,
0: uh, well, agree to disagree. Uh, I'm gonna go San Diego State as well. Um, they're they're a five and a half point favorite. I think they cover that spread. I think they're a really good team, uh and I think those Mormons up in Utah don't stand a chance. Um, so the Sun Belt Championship game down in our neck of the woods. Um, we've got Appalachian State versus Louisiana uh, Lafayette. Yeah. Uh, the Raging Cajuns. And Appst-
2: Raging Cajuns. A- yep. App
0: State is actually two-and-a-half-point favorite, but it's being played in Lafayette, uh, I believe, with them having the better record. I'm assuming that's where it's playing, but they're the underdog. So, Dustin, who you got? Uh,
2: I'm going to go with the Raging Cajuns. That that might actually be a really good game to watch.
0: I'm thinking it will be.
1: <laughs> I'm going Raging Cajuns for fun because I like their mascot. I love I love Raging Cajuns. <laughs> I gotta say it. They crack me up.
0: I agree, and I honestly I think I think Louisiana is a really good team. Um, I actually um, made a joke on the last uh, episode whenever LSU was playing uh, UL Monroe and I picked LSU to win. I said, but you know, if they were playing UL uh, Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns, I would definitely pick the Raging Cajuns to beat LSU this year because they are, (laughs) because they really are a really good team. So yeah, I'm going with the Raging Cajuns. Uh, I think they win that one outright um, at home. So uh, what else we got? The AAC championship game. We've got number 24, Houston takes on number 4, Cincinnati. And Cincinnati better pray that they win this one because that is their ticket. (laughs) Dustin, who you got here? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yes, I'm going
1: to pick Cincinnati on this one too. I'm a sucker for the underdog trying to get into into the playoff.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. They've got a lot riding on this game. I don't think this is... They're not good. They 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 can't screw this up, can they? <laughs> like...
1: Well, I mean, sure that they can, but I hope they don't.
0: Yeah, I just I want them to win it really badly, uh, and I, I I've been saying for two years that Cincinnati's the best team in the state of Ohio, um, and I'll and I stand by it. All you Buckeye fans out there, um, so yeah, i got Cincinnati in this game. Uh, they're a ten and a half point favorite. Don't know if they cover the spread, but I think they I think they win it uh, pretty pretty easily. Um, so yeah, I think they're like I said, they've got a lot to win this game for. So uh, something that's never happened before. We,
2: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, look here is the thing: <clears throat> we need them to win it for a couple of reasons. One, I I think it is time to let a team like this into the top four and let's just see what happens. My prediction is they get absolutely embarrassed in the playoffs, but we always hear the whining and the complaining. And even like the year, good gosh. uh, Who was it? Declared themselves. (laughs) It was CF, uh,
0: UCF, yeah, so yep.
2: UCF mm-hmm. declared themselves national because they didn't make it like it's it's time to let a team like this in and and I don't know it might be interesting it might be really interesting to, to see what happens um, but if if they lose it throws such a kink in this you're gonna see the committee Especially once I, when Alabama loses two, more than likely, yeah, you're going to see them start. You know, I, there's going to be a huge push for Notre Dame. Um, I, you know, I I don't know, and, and I just we need we just need teams to win out <laughs> and and what's just –
0: you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is I one year that I really don't want mass chaos. I just I want just to see everything play out because if it plays out the way it is, it's it's we're looking at a very interesting playoff because we're gonna have Georgia in there, the top dog who hasn't won it since 1980, and then you've got uh, a a, uh, a group of five team, first one to ever make it in there, and then like to see a team like i mean <laughs> I, as much as i can't stand them to see a team like michigan who hasn't been like elite in gosh it's been like 15 years um and and with the history of th- I
2: throw them in yeah they kept they are keeping ohio state out of this i will happily watch michigan in in the playoffs
0: yeah exactly um and then like to see like dude you've got two oh wait, hold on. Who's in the Pac twelve championship? I don't even know. Oh it's it's Oregon, okay.
1: Oregon Oregon, yeah. um, Utah.
0: I got thrown off because I'm going through all these championship games
1: Oregon,
0: and see, I, I forgot that
1: no, Utah. Utah State's
0: and not. I forgot that USC yeah, and Cal are just playing a regular game. <laughs> so as I'm scrolling down here, I saw USC and Cal, and they're both four and seven. I was like, wait, why are they in the? But this <laughs> not it's not the championship.
3: <laughs>
0: so anyway, uh, we've got Oregon versus Utah uh, playing for the Pac-12 championship. Oregon is ten and two. Utah is nine and three. Uh, Utah is a three-point favorite. And it is it is a neutral site game. I believe it's in Pasadena, if I'm not mistaken. They play at the... No, they play in Nevada. Uh, Paradise, Nevada. I'm not even sure where Paradise is. I'm sure it's close to Las Vegas, though. So. Yeah. So... Looking at Las Vegas, so they, I'm going to go with...
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: they just
0: played each other, like, two weeks ago. I think. Yes, it was on the 20th and Utah beat the Living Daylights out of them. It was at Utah. They beat them 38 to 7. Whew, man. I know it's hard to beat a team twice, but man, when they beat them that bad, it's kind of hard. <laughs> just, it's kind of hard to pick pick the loser. Uh, Dustin, who you got in this game?
2: Uh, I'm going to go I'll, I'll go Utah. Um
0: yeah. I'm going to go Utah. Okay.
1: Kaylin. I'd probably stick with Utah too. I think Oregon, you know, on top of the fact that they got slaughtered by them earlier this year, I feel like they're fairly deflated right now. And, uh, I don't, I don't think they've got much, much give in them.
0: Yeah. They had fight a, back on it. <laughs> they had a pretty close game against, uh, Oregon state last week. Um, which I mean, that's that's a rivalry game, so I get it. Um, yeah, I, give me Utah in this game too. I mean, that's that's something <laughs> that's a hard one to get over. Like if they have won by like a touchdown or two, I could see Oregon coming back and winning this game. But they literally they murdered them that game. <laughs> so like, I uh, I I just don't see it. I don't see Oregon competing. Um, yeah, like you said, they're depleted. Well, and I don't.
2: I, I Again. Because of the like, I mean, it's probably unlikely, but like, we don't need Oregon winning this
0: <laughs> and somehow
2: being a two-loss team. You know what? Like, championship they, like,
0: two-loss championship team. Yeah, exactly.
2: Okay, I get that, but but are you going to take a two-loss Oregon over a two-loss Bama? No. But they but they will because they're a championship. You know what I'm saying? Like and I and I'm not arguing to get Bama into it. No, like I, not. I think the best thing for the SEC is 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 for Bama to not. Yeah. Like and and so but still if it comes down to a two all Oregon and, and it's because they're a championship and a two all Bama, I'm sorry, the better the better team there. I mean, as far as strength of schedule, you just anyway, and it's I I think it's unlikely even if Oregon wins that that they make it in, but still, you never know.
0: Yeah, I think in that in that scenario, uh, Notre Dame jumps in there. <laughs> like, yeah, and we'll but the, yeah, but then you've got to bank on Oklahoma State beating Baylor, which is not a shoe-in. That's the next one that we've got looking at at 10 a.m. on Saturday. We've got uh, number eight, Baylor, taking on number seven, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is a a five-and-a-half-point favorite. That's a tough one. Uh, Dustin, who you got?
2: Man, that's a really tough one. Um, God. You know, um, Oklahoma State is not Oklahoma, and even though Baylor is in Texas, they're not Texas, but I I still like the state of Oklahoma a little bit better than I do the state of Texas.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> your your reasoning your reasoning is much like mine. I'm like Oklahoma State well, cuz I like them slightly better.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, this I mean this is this is tough. This is uh this mm-hmm. might be the, this might be the toughest matchup to pick, honestly.
0: You know who Baylor's you to know think. who Baylor's quarterback is? No, I'm drawing a blank. Gary Bohannon, Earl, Arkansas. Oh yeah yeah yeah. We uh um yeah. that was a.
2: That's right, I remember that. That was
0: a yeah. that was a Chad Morris loss. Um, I think I think it was. Yeah, um he he went to he chose to go to Baylor. He's from Earl, um he which is. Like yeah, Earl, Arkansas, I, mm-hmm. we, my, my,
2: close to West Memphis.
0: Exactly. I used to play Earl in in football every year. They were in the same conference as us, and like my brother said that he went and saw him. <laughs> so where
3: were? Huh? Where
2: were you from?
0: Cross County, um, right outside of Wynn, like up in northeast Arkansas.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I know we're. So my wife is originally from West Memphis and I lived in West Memphis for a period of time. So yeah, like Earl and Wynn and yeah, like all. Cher-
0: sure. Cher- so- Cherry Valley was a city <laughs> that I lived in a population of 700. Okay. Um, so
3: I don't, I don't <laughs> think
0: you can find them on that. No. Um, but yeah, that's, I just saw that and I realized I forgot he was still there. And I, and I watched what's funny is I watched them play the Texas game. Um, like I, I mean, I just watched like the last, you know, couple of minutes of it i hadn't watched baylor a whole lot this year but i didn't even it didn't even dawn on me that that was him and then i'm just looking at the stats here and i'm looking at the quarterbacks i was like oh 2100 yards wait that's gary bohannon (laughs) i totally forgot yeah
2: yeah i remember i remember when all that went down i mean the fact that he did not get that recruit um and i understand and honestly now looking at it like Hey, I get it. I get it, kid. You made the right
3: decision. <laughs> but, uh,
0: we ended up recruiting a, a quarterback yeah, that I year know. that became a pitcher, Connor Nolan, <laughs> and didn't play football anymore. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Who you got, Dustin?
1: Way to go, Chad.
0: Way to go. Chad. But he did good on the uh, as a pitcher. So. He did. I'll take. That. Um,
2: I'm, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Oklahoma State.
0: Okay. Caitlin.
1: That's what I'm going with, especially if it's to be a potential Chad Morris recruit. (laughs) (laughs) Not that the kid kid. did anything wrong. I just have bad taste in my mouth. (laughs) Well, at
2: least the kid was smart enough. This, he certainly was. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna go with like. I'm gonna go with, with emotions here. Um. Oklahoma State got snubbed a few years ago um, when Alabama lost in the regular season at home to LSU, yeah. and then the committee—not the committee, no—the BCS puts them in the national championship against LSU when OSU had just as much of a, a, a of a um, argument to be in there as Alabama did, they had a great team. Mike Gundy hasn't forgot about that. <laughs> like, um, So I think they've got more to play for here. They've got, uh, obviously they have more to play for because they're not going to put a two loss Baylor in. Um, uh, especially if there's a two loss Bama and a two loss uh, Oregon. Like, they're not going to do it. <laughs> like, and, and a one loss Notre Dame. So yeah, I... I think Ohio state Oklahoma state has a lot more to play for here. And I know that Mike Gundy has, has, has got some tricks up his sleeve for this game. Cause you know, he's got to get into that playoff. He's got to, you know? So I think, um, yeah, I'm going with Oklahoma state um, as much as I hate to, because I have friends, who graduated from Baylor, but it's okay. It'll be fine. Go,
2: it'll Mike be, Gundy, I
0: mean, the Fighting uh, Mullets.
2: Mullet. <laughs> Look, it'll be. I. I. I mean, I'm ex, I'm really. I say excited. We don't know who's in it yet, but I'm hoping to see some different teams.
3: Yes.
1: Same. I mean,
2: it, it's just. I, I just. I really think it is best for college football if there are different teams in in the playoffs each year. Until we get good enough where we're in it, then I I hope it's the same team in it year after year after year. (laughs) But until until we make it to that point, it's good for it to be different teams, I think.
0: How how cool would it be to see Cincinnati, uh, Michigan, and Oklahoma State in the playoff, man. Like, <laughs> it just would be. And and what a slap in the face to Ohio State to see Michigan and Cincinnati in there.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I. And, and, I mean, to not look. This is, I mean, this will be the first year, right? Since, since the college football playoff committee that we don't have Bama or Clemson.
0: Yep. One of the two in it, or Notre Dame, <laughs> uh, or Ohio State, or Ohio State, Oregon, Oklahoma. Like, yeah, Oklahoma, Oregon. my I mean, gosh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited.
2: Georgia, Georgia's been in it since the Georgia's been in it since the playoff committee, right?
0: They were in it once because they went to the championship and lost to Bama. They Warren. they blew a they blew a, a yeah. halftime lead because uh, Tua came in and just threw the lights out. Anyway, so, speaking of, we've got the rematch of Georgia versus Alabama. Uh, Georgia is a a six-and-a-half-point favorite in Atlanta at 3 o'clock on CBS. Dustin, who you got, my brother?
2: Do you think it will be that close? No. I
1: hope not. I hope they just beat the crap out of them.
2: (laughs) Well, I'll tell you, uh, man. So here, here's here is the difficulty with this is because, Bama, I, 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 feel like as far as a team being able to handle that pressure, yeah, We're talking about a team that is there, that is there year after year after year. Um, you're talking about a coach that is there year after year after year. Saban also. Just find somehow finds a way to win championships. So, but as far as the eye test and looking at what the teams have done, man, Georgia is is off the charts. But Bama's offense is—I I don't know. It, I, I mean, I, I have to—I have to say Georgia wins this. I really do. But it, it's not. It's not that easy for me. I, it's it's, it's kind of like when Arkansas is, you know, leading going into the fourth quarter, how hard it is to accept that, like, hey, we might win this game. <laughs> you know, it's taken us a whole season to get used to that. It's really hard to go, and they can't win this game. Um, but I don't I, – I, I just don't think they can. I think Georgia wins this. Taylor. And it may not be that close. It really may not. Yeah,
1: I'm picking Georgia for sure. I mean, that's not necessarily based on that. I think they'll for sure do it, but that's who I for sure want to win. <laughs>
3: yeah, just to, for it. But
1: I agree. I think I think Alabama's consistency in championship games, playoff games, and um, you know Georgia's not been great there at all is is the biggest concern, but. I'm sticking with Georgia because I sure hope they they pull it off.
0: Yeah, you know, and I'm in a couple of other uh, SEC groups that are, like, big and there's, like, a lot of smack talking going on. And, man, there's a lot of Georgia fans that are just, like, talking all kinds of smack. But I think those are the stupid ones. I think the, the Georgia fans that I know and talk to are scared to death of this game. Like, it's. I don't care if you have the best defense in the country. I don't care if you have a defensive tackle who's probably going to end up in New York. <laughs> like, I, I don't care if you have just completely demolished every team that you've played. It's still Alabama. I don't care that Alabama just got through um, having to go to overtime to beat a 6-6 six and six team. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care that Ar- that arkansas should have beat up
3: well
1: that's because you know that nick saban sold his soul to the devil many years ago and anything <laughs> happen.
0: exactly and and that that game being played at auburn crazier things have happened at auburn in the iron bowl we saw the kick six we've i mean it, it, that's a that's a weird game man so the fact that they actually won it you know kudos to saban um Auburn's not a bad team, <laughs> even though they did play the, their quarter Auburn's quarterback was basically on one leg, <laughs> but um,
1: yeah, he looked like he was hurting so bad. It's
0: terrible. So yeah, all the signs point to Georgia winning, but you cannot count Alabama out. So it's like part of me wants to say it's a coin flip and part, and part of me wants to say that, that Nick Saban's is going to find a way, But I don't want him to. I want this to be Georgia's year. I've been wanting it all year for to be Georgia's year. And and everything looks like it will be. That's what scares me about it. I'm picking Georgia. I'm not confident about it. It may be a blowout. It may be close. But I'm going to be watching no matter what. Uh, This is a moment I've been waiting for all year. (laughs) And I'm ready for it to happen. So... Anyway, yeah, moving on. ACC Championship, we've got Pittsburgh uh, versus Wake Forest. Uh, Pittsburgh is a three-point favorite, uh, both 10-2, both ranked 17 and 18. This is very close to that uh, Bay- yeah, Bay- Baylor point. and Oklahoma State game earlier. Uh, who you got, Dustin?
2: Oh... This is tough because there's no directional school in here for me to. Get I away. know.
1: What am I supposed to
2: Statement do? Theory on this, <laughs> um, man, um, I don't know. I'll, uh... <clears throat> you know what? I'll go with, uh, I'll go with Wake Forest.
0: Okay.
1: I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. But I don't have a lot of reason why.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not like basketball where you can say pick the team that's blue, right? Um, which, yeah, because Pittsburgh is blue, uh, so there, maybe there's something to that. Um, I, 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 <laughs> I'm looking. Um, really, Pittsburgh has had the better season, in my opinion. Um, that. They have lost to Miami, who's really trashed this year. Um, but they did beat Clemson, who's not that great. But but they also lost to Western Michigan. So like I just I don't know like how to how to uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how to judge them, man. Like um so
2: if it helps, ESPN matchup predictor. Is 61 and a half percent in favor of Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah. I, I was thinking that, that I had seen that earlier about Pittsburgh being the, the favorite as far as ESPN goes. Um, I think I'm going to go with Pittsburgh as well. Um, I think they've had more quality wins. Um, I've, I have not been impressed with Wake Forest all year, even though they were like undefeated up until like week nine or something ridiculous. Um, Let's just say that the ACC is the sixth group of five team. Let's just say it's a group of six. Like, the ACC is not the caliber of – well, really neither, really, neither is the Pac-12. Um, but at least they have a middle ground that's competitive. Um, but I think, you know, the Big 12, the Big 10, and the SEC are, like, <laughs> on a complete other level. As far as the, 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 whatever, you know, you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I can't even think of what what it's called. Power five. Anyway, it's almost midnight. I'm ready to go. Uh, So I'm picking Pittsburgh to win this game. Uh, Next, last one. I don't know why I didn't say the SEC for last, but anyway, we've got the big 10 championship game. We've got number five, Michigan takes on number 16, Iowa. And Michigan is a a ten-and-a-half-point favorite Uh, at 7 o'clock at night. Uh, Dustin, who you got? Michigan. Michigan,
1: I like Harbaugh.
0: You like Harbaugh? I I call him khaki pants.
1: I Um, do. I do like him.
0: uh, Here's my thing about Harbaugh. He's, like, the fourth-highest-paid coach in college football and he hasn't done jack squat there. <laughs> like he's like um
3: Uh Yeah.
0: I, I did the math. I
3: there's a love hate.
0: Yeah. Like I I did the I did the math on it, like and I looked at his record not not his overall record, just his record against um his most the their biggest rivals. Um uh, Michigan State, um, Penn State and and Ohio State.
3: Obviously. Ohio State.
0: And I compared it to Brady Hoke. And this was, I don't don't remember what year. This was like three years ago. And I looked at them side to side, and they had the exact same record. And if you ask a Michigan fan, everyone hates Brady Hoke. Everyone loves Jim Harbaugh. And I'm like, I don't see it. He's not that great. Like, yes, he's coached in the Super Bowl. Yes, he's coached in the the Pac-12 championship game. I don't care. Like, he hasn't done anything in Michigan like but this year maybe this year is his year. I'm picking Michigan. I don't
1: I know. I'm hoping he's bringing it back. I'm like, we'll see. He's had to take some time, there, but
0: I don't like Harbaugh. Yeah. I don't like Michigan, but I hope for all everything that in holy that to see them in there just for the fact to just take Ohio State down a notch. Like they cuz they've been running the yep. Yeah.
1: Take him down 10, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it, it,
2: and that's, it, that's a whole interesting thing. I mean, I'm a 49ers fan, so, you know, there's some history there with Harbaugh. Um, I'm impressed Michigan has been as patient as they have with him. It's it's almost like they're realistic enough to realize it was going to take a long time to get Michigan back. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what can, I think it was. If anybody can do it, I think Harbaugh can. Um. But yeah, I uh, I can't. I it, he's almost like a uh, he's almost like a Patrino to me. That oh, like, now,
1: now you're ruining well,
2: him. Well, <laughs> you just don't like you just don't like the guy. But if he's your coach and he's winning, you don't dislike him him. either. (laughs) You're glad he's your coach. Yeah. But as far as, as far as the guy's concerned, kind of a prick, (laughs) you know, like sort of thing. So, um, yeah.
0: Well, cool. So the way we picked them, uh, it's shaping up to be a, a nice clean, uh, um, top four, (laughs) um, you know playoff series so let's hope that happens <laughs> the odds may the odds be ever in our favor but they probably won't be uh but yeah glad you guys could join us it's getting late and i know uh caitlin's tired she's been sick uh but you you've been you've been you've been like I'm a troop you've been like a trooper though i'm i'm glad you could <laughs> glad you could join us
1: we've been so pathetic <laughs> I mean, we're not even that sick. I don't know if it's just because I haven't been sick in a while, but I mean,
0: I'm tired.
1: <laughs>
0: well, it's probably cold up there, right?
1: You know what? It's, it's not nearly as cold as I was hoping it would be. <laughs> um, so far, I'm pretty disappointed. Um, we're like lows in the low 30s right now. Mm. Um, highs in high 40s, low 50s. Hmm. Which is apparently unusually warm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm like, where is the snow?
0: <laughs> It'll get there, and then you'll be tired of it after like you know the first week.
1: But I don't know. It doesn't, it, it doesn't normally snow that much. Yeah. In Boise, like you get a decent amount of snow in the mountains, but um, I think like usually it's like five or six times a year. So, um, it's not terrible anyways, but I was kind of hoping for what they refer to here as snowmageddon, <laughs> uh, like I work from home. I don't got to go anywhere,
3: yeah.
1: you know, it doesn't sound like a terrible situation. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I hear
0: you.
1: Lots of good skiing.
0: <laughs> yep. Well,
3: so. some of
1: that
2: snow on down to the South.
0: Yeah. I haven't made some decent snow cream in a few years, so I need to <laughs> need to, need to get a little bit here. Uh, and And good luck. Uh, I've got kid. Yeah. I've got kids probably wanting to build a a snowman this year, but it's going to be covered in dirt and sticks, which is disgusting. Um, yeah <laughs>
3: have you
0: seen the snow, Have you seen snowmen in Alabama? It's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. It's like they're brown <laughs> because they roll the snow, but they're rolling it in dirt. And it's, yeah, because
1: there's only like two inches of it. Yeah,
0: exactly. So it's like, you see the snowman's like, I wouldn't, please don't post that on Facebook, please. Uh, like, anyway, so that's
2: that's about what it's like here, you know. Now, last year, I mean, we got, we just got pounded, you know, for like a week straight of like those two big snowstorms that came back to back and, you know, like two feet of snow, which was just nutso for, for us but yeah typically it's oh we got three inches of snow (laughs) School's closed
0: it's weird i got like uh, my four (laughs) our four years that we spent on the hill like i i I feel like we got spoiled with the snow because like it snowed there a lot um at least it did in those four years um i remember going uh sledding off of uh reed hill which was a lot of fun um (laughs) so (laughs) yeah So, yeah, but ever since then, I haven't seen much snow since I moved here. So, what is that?
2: Oh, goodness. (laughs) That's
0: fine.
2: I'm not sure what I did. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) I
3: guess I flipped my
2: camera around. And and then what you were looking at was a different camera I have uh, set up here in my office. Well,
0: (laughs) it it looked like a robot. I thought Wally was staring me in the eyes so <laughs> it's all good but yeah I, I appreciate y'all coming on it's been uh north of an hour and a half so i think it's time to wrap up uh but yeah it's been fun i've enjoyed it we'll do this again in another month or so um maybe we have another guest on or something um maybe we can get Aaron to stop watching movies and come join us uh, we'll see
3: <laughs> well, all, all right, right.
0: Have Hopefully a good, good night, basketball. guys. Yeah, well, if we have, yeah, good basketball to talk about. Definitely, I'm, we'll be right in the thick of SEC play at that point. So I'm looking forward to that. But anyway, till then, remember, brothers, to let your light shine before men, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. And we'll see you in the tavern.